This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to talk to you about choices to make when dealing with beta readers. Now, after you've written your manuscript and gone over it at least once, it's usually time to, you know, ship it out to beta readers to get an outside perspective. If nothing else, they can at least spot the things that you thought were in your manuscript that are just in your head. Now, there are tons of techniques, but I gotta say, this time I'm kind of winging it. So first off, how many beta readers should you ask? It's the big question, right? And it's been quite some time since I sent a fresh new book off to beta readers. My first time, I just put out a broadcast on Facebook. And this was back before I even jumped into the writing world. So my Facebook feed wasn't full of the awesome, amazing writers that it is now. I had RPG game masters and English teachers and accountants and um, family and readers reading it. I tried my best to mix backgrounds, gender and age. I sent it out to seven readers and heard back from five. The others I heard back from, but they had to beg off because of life commitments. I had in-depth feedback from four of my readers and high-level feedback from three. There was some overlap. I can count, I promise. So since then, I've had plenty of critique partners. These are writers who look at a manuscript from the same sort of lens that I would, as opposed to beta readers, which don't necessarily do that. Um, with critique partners, I send it off to one, maybe two, and let them look at a far more polished manuscript. For this beta, I asked a writer friend who was a middle grade writer because I'd never worked in that genre before. I um, sent it to a YA writer friend of mine, and I was pleasantly surprised when a friend who is currently um, working on base during this whole stay at home thing, he reached out to ask if I had anything he could read while he was stuck on guard duty, guarding nothing. So he could occupy his time during his shifts. So it was great to at least have that one non-writer perspective thrown in the mix. So that means for this current manuscript I'm working on, I had three beta readers. It's not a lot, but I think it was a good balance, especially if all three of them gave me their feedback, which they did. Just in time for me to have a block of time off from the chapters on that never-ending YA revision of mine. So your next choice after you pick your beta readers is what to ask for. The best way to get the beta reader feedback that you're looking for is, shock of shocks, to actually ask for it. You know, I, I've talked about it before. I have my 10 questions I ask my beta readers, such as what worked, what didn't, and what parts did you enjoy? I like to prime them to give me the feedback I want and the feedback that encourages me to keep writing. But no matter what 
part of your manuscript that you're worried about, characters, dialogue, world building, pacing, what have you, now is the time to ask. Have them focus on the parts of the story that you care about right now. You can even tell them to skip the line edits if you want. Make this a developmental round, not a copy edit. They might not address all of your questions directly, but by asking, you plant the ideas in their head before they begin, and it can really help direct their feedback even if they don't realize they're doing it. So the next question to ask yourself when you're gathering these betas is, should they all see the same stuff? Should they see each other's comments? There are mixed feelings on this, and clearly, as with all things writer-related, the answer is do what works for you. If, especially if you are still world-building and playing with techniques and things, if you want to almost brainstorm what the story could look like with betas, a shared document with open feedback could be just the ticket. For me, I like to make sure they all have their own private, unshared copies. They don't know what anyone else is thinking. This way, I know that they're all facing it fresh with no one else's preconceived notions influencing them. I've noticed when you get a group of people, there's usually one or two more outspoken ones. And even if the others hadn't been leading that way, they're usually very persuasive and everyone kind of bandwagons. They keep having their own feedback, of course, but they, they can influence which direction the um, feedback can go. The choice is, of course, yours. And of course, it depends on the mix of people that you've selected. So once you have selected your beta readers and you've sent them all the questions and you've shared the document with them, eventually they're actually gonna send that feedback to you. So, how do you compile your beta feedback? There are tons of different methods. Some people like to read feedback as it comes in. Some people like to read it and immediately incorporate it and just have one version that they keep updating. I like to sit on it. Well, okay, I read the draft letter, like usually when they send me the draft back, there's a letter with it. And sometimes it's short, like, hey, love the story. Here's one or two things you might wanna work on. I hope these edits are what you're looking for. Peace out, yo. Um, and sometimes I've gotten a 3000 word essay about how someone else would build my world. And it gave me a lot to think about. But usually I'll read through the draft letter and, and that usually has the high picture, the big picture stuff, high level, big picture. Um, and I let it percolate in my brain. I use the word a lot for someone who doesn't drink coffee, percolate. But anyway, um, the read through and all the inline stuff though, I wait. I like to wait until I have feedback from all of my readers. And then I, okay, let's be honest here. This is only my second completed full manuscript. I need to stop talking like I have a process rather than what I did last time that I kind of remember and I really should have, you know, read my blog post from back then to remind myself what I did. And I have what I'm vaguely planning on doing this time around, but I'm stalling on by writing this blog post. 
True, I have had a couple short stories, but their iterative cycle is so much faster, it's hard to compare them. So, caveat aside, my, my current plan, and from what I vaguely remember from the first time I did this far too many years ago, um, is that I'm gonna go through the feedback chapter by chapter. I'm gonna have all three beta drafts and my own fresh copy open, probably in different quadrants of my screen. And if I see someone with a line edit, then I'll see if the other people had similar feedback and I'll decide if it's right for my story and incorporate it. And on a notepad or maybe in G, Gmail drafts or something, I'm gonna be jotting down the bigger picture stuff. Although most of that I imagine isn't in the inline, it's probably more in the draft letter that they sent me. But we'll see, I haven't looked yet. Uh, I'm excited, but I really want a big chunk of time to like really dive into this when I get started. So I know, I know, all the advice says, don't do the line edits if you don't even know you're gonna keep the chapter or the page or the scene or whatever. But I find all the little line edits really distracting and it's hard to focus on the choices that I need to make. So I do the, the quick stuff first, the quick line edits. I was gonna say easy, but line edits aren't easier. They're just smaller in scope. Um, so last time I printed the whole thing out, going chapter by chapter, making notes, writing new scenes on the backs of the page um, of the last draft. And right now I'm debating if I should print it all out now or do the line edits and then print it out. Probably the second. So um, just as a point of clarification, I usually consider changing word and adding description and that kind of stuff as editing. And I see changing pacing and characterization and other big picture stuff as revising. So I find I can edit all I want, but I usually need an outside perspective before I can revise. So that's, that's just how I classify things in my head. You can classify them however you want. So after I use the beta reader's feedback to edit my manuscript, it will be time to look at the big picture and decide where to go from there. So. How do you like to work with beta readers? Let me know. Are there things you'd suggest that I should be doing differently? Does something else work for you that I haven't even mentioned? And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.